Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Things were tough before Liddy's father decided to head out for parts unknown and find riches somewhere. But things are really difficult now that he's been gone. Liddy lives with her mother and her three younger siblings in a cabin in Massachusetts, basically kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And they've been trying to make a go of it. However, they have a cow and a horse, and that's pretty much it. And that's pretty difficult, especially since Liddy, being a teenager, should be able to look to her mother, but it seems like it's the other way around. It seems like her mother is more of a child. Her mother's quite religious, and she thinks she sees a sign that the end of the world is coming, as per what her sister is always telling her. So she decides to pack up the younger children and leave Charles and Liddy to man the farm. Now, at first, it's hard, but Liddy and Charles get into a rhythm, and they start to make things happen, until a letter arrives from their mother, a letter that changes Liddy's life forever. In that letter, it tells her that she has promised, her mother has promised Liddy as a servant to a local inn, and she has promised her younger brother Charles to the local mill worker. This means that Liddy's idea of being able to run the farm with just her brother has just evaporated because her mother has lent out the farmland and has gotten rid of the cow and the horse as well. Thus begins a time when Liddy is completely alone from her family, working as a servant day in and day out for a not-kind mistress of the inn. But one day, she notices a young woman come in, dressed quite smartly, and she wonders how this farmer's daughter could be wearing such fine clothing. And when she sees her again later on, she gets some answers in an unexpected way. It was nearly September when she saw the pink silk lady again. She had come this time on the coach from Burlington and was headed, Liddy overheard her say at supper, for Lowell, Massachusetts. When another traveler asked her business in Lowell, she smiled and said, Why, I work in the Hamilton Mill there. Yes, she added, answering her questionnaire stare. I'm one of those factory girls. The man murmured something and turned his face toward his bowl of stew. The lady watched him, still smiling, and then, catching Liddy's eye, smiled even more broadly, as though to imply that Liddy was a comrade in some peculiar way. Indeed, when the men had left the dining room to go into the tap room, she stayed behind, reading a book she had taken from a small silk purse that matched her lovely dress. I've seen you before, haven't I? Liddy looked around to see to whom the lady was speaking, then realized the room was empty except for the two of them. In late May, when I was headed home to the farm for the summer, Liddy cleared her throat. She had lost the habit of conversation. She nodded. You're not one of the family here. Liddy shook her head. You're a good worker. I can see that. Liddy nodded again to acknowledge the compliment and turned away to loading the dirty dishes on her tray. You'd do well in the mill, you know. You'd clear at least two dollars a week and, she paused, you'd be independent. She was lying. Liddy was sure of it. No girl can make that much money in a week's time. It's hard work, but maybe easier than what you do here. And you'd have some time to yourself to study or just rest. My mother's promised me here. 
Liddy said quickly, because the door from the kitchen was moving and suddenly Mistress Cutler was in the dining room. The woman looked from the lady to Liddy, opening her mouth to speak, but Liddy didn't wait. She hurried past her into the kitchen. That night she again counted the calf money. The lady had been lying, of course, but still, how had a farmer's daughter bought a silk dress? As Liddy goes over her money and over her money, she realizes she doesn't have enough to possibly buy her farm back or hope to start a new life somewhere. Until one day, the decision is removed from her and she is dismissed as a servant from the inn. At that point, her only option is to remember what the pink silk dress lady said and she decides to head to Lowell, Massachusetts, to become one of those factory girls, never imagining just how much that decision will change her life. Liddy by Katherine Patterson. This book is also available in large print from Thorndike Press.